Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 The IDF on Monday, November 6th announced the 34th casualty of the IDF, Rahman al-Litzlan, since the beginning of the ground operations in Gaza. Staff Sergeant Shachar Cohen Miftach, who lost his life during combat in northern Gaza. Israeli forces believe that Hamas terrorists are holding a large portion of the over 240 hostages from its October 7th attack in the maze of tunnels beneath Gaza City, the region's largest population center. The Israeli military conducted a series of significant airstrikes on Gaza on Sunday evening, November 5th, following the earlier arrival of Israeli forces on the enclave's coast. Rear Admiral Daniel Hagari, spokesperson for the IDF, described the airstrikes as extensive, targeting both above-ground and underground infrastructure. This offensive led to the third communications blackout in Gaza since the beginning of hostilities. The IDF reported that Israeli troops have encircled Gaza City and divided the besieged coastal territory into North and South Gaza, marking a significant stage in Israel's military operation. In a media briefing, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu drew comparisons between Hamas's leader in Gaza, Yahya Sinwar, and Nazi leader Adolf Hitler, accusing Sinwar of indifference to the welfare of his people. Israel also released new evidence claiming that Palestinians are using hospitals in Gaza as military positions. Agari accused the group in control of preventing remaining civilians in northern Gaza from heeding Israeli warnings to evacuate to the south. This claim was borne out after the publication of a video on Al Jazeera Arabic showing the bodies of Palestinians strewn on a key Gaza road after being gunned down by Hamas terrorists. These were Palestinian men, women and children who were shot by Hamas snipers while attempting to escape from the northern region to the southern region of the Hamas-controlled area. This further highlights Hamas's intentions to employ these innocent civilians as human shields, resorting to lethal force against anyone daring to seek safety elsewhere. Journalist Amjad Tawa points out that, as, in, as is customary, Hamas already blamed these deaths on Israeli airstrikes. But, but as it is evident from the video itself and by the assertion made by the filmer, who can be heard asking in Arabic, airstrikes? Does this look like airstrikes? There are no craters from bombs or large-scale destruction on or around the road. Just bodies on the roadway with clear gunshot. Fox News foreign correspondent Trey Yingst said on Monday that the IDF confirmed to him that it is their belief that a large number of the hostages remain under the city and Israeli forces are poised and ready to enter Gaza City and begin operations to clear out the tunnels, a daunting and deadly task. On Sunday, November 5th, King Abdullah II of Jordan announced that the Jordanian Air Force overnight airdropped urgent aid to the Jordanian Field Hospital in Gaza. The king cited his duty to aid his brethren, his Palestinian brethren in Gaza as his motivation, but he confirmed that the airdrop was done in coordination with the IDF so as not to infringe on its operations there. Number 2 Former Obama advisor David Axelrod suggested that it may be, quote, wise for President Joe Biden to drop out of the 2024 race on the heels of a brutal new poll which found him losing to former President Trump by up to 10 points in five battleground states he won in 2020. The New York Times-Siena College poll found former President Donald Trump leading Joe Biden by 10 points in Nevada, 
six points in Georgia, five points in both Arizona and Michigan, and four points in Pennsylvania. In Wisconsin, President Biden had held just a, held just a two-point lead over Trump. Biden won all six states in 2020. The poll's findings prompted Axelrod to ask if it was in the country's best interest for the president to be the Democrat Party's nominee, with the risk of Trump defeating him in 2024. Axelrod confessed it was late in the game for the Democratic Party to put forward another candidate, but this poll was an ominous sign for the party. The new poll revealed several warning signs for the Democratic Party beyond Biden's age. The Times reported Trump's support for black voters had reached unprecedented levels, with a record 22% of the demographic siding with him over Biden across the six states. A majority of voters across all income levels also admitted that they had, had been, quote, personally hurt by the president's policies and trusted Trump over Biden by a large margin on handling the economy. Democratic strategist James Carville has also warned his party about Biden's difficult prospects heading into 24, 2024, saying voters don't want Biden as the nominee. Last week, Axios reported that major Democratic figures were, quote, quietly boosting their national profiles to set themselves up for a presidential run in 2028 or even 2024 if Biden unexpectedly dropped out of the race. Among them includes California Governor Gavin Newsom, Michigan Governor Gretchen Whit Whitmer, and New Jersey Senator Cory Booker. In other national news, President Joe Biden made a well-known pledge not to construct, quote, another foot of border wall during his presidency, but he is now committing $950 million for the maintenance of the existing infrastructure. The Biden administration, which recently reversed its stance and revealed plans to build a new wall segment in Texas, has allocated the funding to repair and upgrade existing border walls in Texas, California, and Arizona, according to a court filing. Customs and Border Protection reported that four separate contracts have been granted for, quote, remediation work and system at attribute installation at sites in Tucson, San Diego, El Paso, and El Centro. These enhancements will include the installation of surveillance cameras, the construction of new access roads, and the implementation of, quote, detection technology to enhance the effectiveness of the barriers in preventing illegal immigration as per official documents. Number three. Former President Donald Trump will take the stand on Monday, November 6th, to give high-stakes testimony that could help decide the fate of his business empire in New York. The former president is testifying in the civil fraud trial brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James, who is seeking $250 million in damages and to bar the former president from doing business in the state. James alleges that Trump and his co-defendants committed repeated fraud in inflating assets on financial statements to get better terms on commercial real estate loans and insurance policies. While there are no criminal charges involved, the allegations have enraged the former president, who has attended the trial for multiple days and attacked it as a political witch hunt. The civil trial about inflated assets and fraudulent financial statements started last month, just after a shocking ruling by Judge Arthur Engeron at the end of September that found former President Donald Trump and his co-defendants, including his adult sons, liable for, quote, persistent and repeated fraud. The court claimed that Trump inflated his net worth by as much as $3.6 billion in three separate years between 2011 and 2021, according to the Attorney General's office. Attorneys for Trump have refuted the claims, arguing that asset valuations are highly subjective and that they are still soaring through what the ruling means for the company's future. Now, the judge is considering how much the Trumps will have to pay in damages for the profits, 
they allegedly garnered through the fraudulent business practices. The Attorney General's office is also looking to prove six other claims, falsifying business records, conspiracy to falsify business records, issuing false financial statements, conspiracy to falsify false financial statements, insurance fraud, and conspir conspiracy to commit insurance fraud. Trump's testimony on Monday, November 6th, will be the first chance to see how he responds in the face of hostile questioning, a precursor to the four criminal trials he faces next year as he campaigns to regain the presidency. The trial is not, not going to be televised, but Trump's appearances on the witness stand will mark arguably the highest profile moment of his 2024 presidential campaign, a campaign in which Trump has repeatedly cited his own legal peril as a key reason voters should return him to the White House. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.